Welcome to episode 98 of the Resale Brothers Podcast. I'm Colton. I'm Will and Dill West. I forgot to level out the table. I see that. <laughs> it's all wobbly. <laughs> uh, well, what'd you do this weekend? So, um, well, we recorded late last weekend. Right. Was when, Man, when I was getting prepared for this one, I was like, it hadn't been that long. Yeah. So I hadn't had a lot of sales and stuff, but right. I did have an opportunity this past weekend. I got off Saturday morning and... Jenna had a friend down from Dallas mm-hmm. that had planned on going and getting. She got her nails done, and the other her friend got a facial or something. Okay. I don't know, but they couldn't find a place around here, mm. so they found a place in Georgetown. Okay, so I was thinking, all right, cool. I get off work in Cedar Park. Right, I'll just garage sale all the way till ah, I get to Georgetown. There you go. So I did that. I hit. Uh, I think I hit. I wrote down this, but I'm not positive. I, Cedar Park. I think I hit one. Okay, and then. On the way to Round Rock, I hit two there, mm-hmm. and then one in Georgetown. I think that's correct. <laughs> but I think four garage sales. Right. I've been. I need to create a system as well because not only is it write stuff down so we can talk about it on the podcast, but also garage sales. You're spending cash. Yeah. And for and gas. Right. And for expenses on taxes. Mm-hmm. Bad at writing that stuff down. So I need to figure out a system. Yeah, I'm terrible at it. All, <laughs> all the tax, you know, records and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm bad about keeping numbers. I need to check up on my new tax software. I set it up, and it's supposed to be set and forget it. But right, I need to make sure, just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you might want to check on it. But yeah, the garage sales—they were. It wasn't really hit and miss. They weren't great. Mm-hmm. I found a couple things that'll be on here. The first one I went to though, the guy was setting up still. Yeah. And he didn't have anything priced, and I was the first one there. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool, you know. And he had some really nice stuff. Right. Like he had two really nice skateboards, um, a lot of workout equipment that was still sealed, you right. know, brand new. But, you know, you always got to figure out, if they don't have prices on it, mm-hmm. uh, you kind of got to pick one thing and be like, hey, wh- what do you want for this, you know? Because right. at first he told me, he's like, just make an offer on things. And I was like, that's always tough. Yeah, you know? that's real tough. So, uh I saw this little air compressor and it was in the box. And I was like, hey, uh, how much you want for this? And he goes, oh, do you do models? I guess it was a little one for like little models. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah. He's like, because that's not like a big air compressor right. for, you know? And I was like, yeah, it's cool, whatever, you know? But I don't do models now. Yeah. I think then he figured out I'm a reseller for right. one. But uh, he's like, yeah, it's a uh, hundred bucks. And I was like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> Because that's the most expensive thing at this garage sale. Yeah. Okay. Well, that doesn't. That's tough now because Mm -hmm. I don't know what the rest of stuff's kind of priced. That is it high? Is it low? Because he told me it's like a two hundred dollar compressor. Yeah. All right. Well, if you say so. Yeah. I I didn't. You know, I didn't want to look it up. Right. At that point, I was like, I'm not ready to spend a hundred bucks at a garage sale. Yeah. But uh, then I picked. He had a Hobbit board game or something, and I was like, Mm -hmm. How much is that? He's like, That's five. He said, Well. Five or, or ten. And I was like, it's five. Then. <laughs> I'm not giving you ten. But it's uh, supposed to go the opposite way. Right. Uh so that I knew things weren't greatly priced there. Right. So I didn't mess around too much and I just hit the road and went to a couple others. But I grabbed one thing there. Um did all that and then I met up with Jenna and of course she's doing all that means I get the kids. Right. right? right. So garage selling was over at that point mm-hmm. and we had a baby shower in Pflugerville for her brother and her sister-in-law that day. Okay. So I had a couple hours to kill, and I was like, y'all want to go garage selling, or do you want to go see a movie? And they're like, let's go see a movie. You know, <laughs> they, it was an easy choice for them. Absolutely. So we went and saw DC Super Pets. How was that? It was good. Yeah, All right. They loved it. And it's uh, The Rock and Kevin Hart do the voices. Okay. So it's kind of funny. You right, know? right. Decent movie. We enjoyed it. And... uh yeah, that's pretty much the extent of it, other than just working and right. stuff like that. So, yeah. well, I had probably about the so I, Friday I went to Lagrange, which was just all right. wasn't any Actually, it was probably one of the worst days I've had in a while. Really? I mean, I always get a bag full, sure. no matter what. But there was no like really good thing. Yeah, it was like ten, fifteen dollar. Yeah, like jeans, shirts, and no like great shirts, just mm-hmm. like twenty dollar shirts. Uh, so filled up a bag there. And then I decided not to do the normal route because the thrift store in Giddings, secondhand rows, is closing. Right. And I saw it on the state sale website, and I thought, well, it's a pretty stock store, and it was a little too expensive, but everything's supposed to be half off. Right. So I get there, and I find a few things, and a lot of stuff wasn't priced. Which it was when we were there. Right. 
shopping regularly. right yeah. so i don't know if it was like stuff they pulled out of the back that they're trying to get rid of mm-hmm. or what happened uh but there was one of those bose ipod docks yeah and i, I uh asked the guy didn't have price how much you want on this didn't have the power supply who knows if it was tested mm-hmm. he's like uh 20 bucks so mm-hmm. i was like i think i'm good yeah and i don't know if it was like 20 bucks half off 10 bucks or if that's just the price because it didn't have a price on it right so i keep shopping find a few other things nothing really spectacular get done and I'd left the, he, I made a pile. I'd left the iPod dock there. And he's like, how about five? And I was like, all right, I can do five on that. Okay. He came down after a while. Right. So that was kind of a bust. Uh, bought a power supply for the Bose. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. Where'd you get that? Like online? Okay. Yeah. 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 Which also sucks because <laughs> nobody makes knockoff Bose power supplies. Okay. So you got to pay full, like people know that they're worth money. So right. I paid 15 bucks for this charge. Oh man. Yeah. And it didn't work. And it didn't work. Well, most of the time, chargers are going to work, you would think. The Well, I'm assuming it's the dock itself that's not working uh, okay. and not the charger. I got you. Could be either one, though. I don't know. Because it is a used Should've charger. Save that for the duds. <laughs> yeah, well, I got a different one. <laughs> okay. I got a better story than that, which sucks. <laughs> uh, so that's all the sourcing I did this weekend. Saturday, uh, my bass player, Jeff, is moving into his apartment. I'm the only person with a van or a truck, so I always get asked to help move. Sure. So did that, and then Saturday evening had a show that wasn't over until 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Air conditioner was broken the venue. Ooh. Fun. Real fun. <laughs> Burn some calories at that Absolutely. Show. <laughs> it was literally sweat all day moving, get to the get done moving, take a shower, so I'm done sweating, mm-hmm. get to the venue, unload, start sweating, didn't stop sweating until 2 a.m. Yeah. It was brutal. Uh, helped him move, and then Sunday didn't do anything okay it was beautiful <laughs> yeah yeah well that transfers very well uh into the next thing because you know how last week we did a that what national day is it? right right you know what today is what it's august 10th which is national lazy day hey i'll take it <laughs> <laughs> national lazy day if there was an award for laziness I'd make somebody go get it for me. Uh, you got to give me some warning so I can get my sound bites up, but I'll, I'll just give it's you... It's okay. <laughs> no worries. No worries. That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, did you know in Athens, no one wakes up before noon? Is that is that like a intellectual joke that I don't know? I mean, that's just the way it is in Athens. Nobody wakes up before noon. You know why? Why? Because dawn is tough on Greece. <laughs> uh, there we go. <laughs> Uh, I almost accidentally hit the... Oh, oh the crickets. Yeah, I was exactly. like, what do you got, birds? <laughs> that's what it sounds like. That's it a terrible like cricket sound. And I bet that's going to go on forever now. I've never used the crickets and still Let's go. Let's see. Oh, okay. there it goes. There okay. we go. Thank I want to see how long this is going to last. <laughs> uh, but I was going to say about the van, Uh huh. as a reseller, how beneficial things like that can be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But it's not going to help you on National Lazy Day because if you have that van, resellers... It's going to be great for your resale business, mm-hmm. but you're going to get phone calls, just like Colton's getting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, you got a van? Come help me move. Uh-huh. I don't know how many times I've used my van to help right. people move you know, stuff yep. from their house and things well, like and that. Well, and even before the van, since all my friends are in Austin. They all got cars. They all got cars. So I had a truck. Yeah. Still got asked. Yeah, same difference. Like, you got a truck. Not, most people drive cars these days for <laughs> yeah. the fuel economy. My friend Sean's dad, uh, I either helped. No, I helped. My friend Adria move, and they live right around the corner from Sean. And he uh, got me a bumper sticker that said, says, yes, I have a truck. No, I will not help you move. <laughs> <laughs> I need one of those. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, I'd like to report that our new listing system is working out beautifully. Uh, yeah, every time <laughs> I've come in here since Stephanie's been listed, she's working. <laughs> uh-huh. Today, I... I got electronics out, cleaned them, tested them, and then gave them to her, and she's been listening. It's, it's working out beautifully. Man, how much are you paying you? <laughs> I don't think we, she we're can splitting hear me. the proceeds. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that that's nice. That's very, that's nice. very nice. So I have an update Which on the 1952 Mickey Mantle. Okay, we still have 17 days at Heritage Auctions oh, left. All right. And we are up a little bit since last week. We're at 6.2 mil. Insane. So I. Th- think with the buyer premium i think right as of right now it's like right at or it might be the highest yeah of all time but 
he's still got 17 days. We're still shooting for, our, <laughs> you know, they're still estimating 10 million or right. over. So I'll just keep you updated. I'm, I'm curious to see how it's going to end. Insane. So is this online bidding? Yes. Do you think there's a chance of a no payment? I don't think so because I think the way these auction sites are set up, it's not like eBay. Right. Where there's kind of a vetting like, nope, process. I decided I don't want to. Like, a lot of times when I do the online auctions, mm-hmm. your credit card is in their system. Right. So once you, you that's how you have to sign up. Like mm-hmm. you have to have all your stuff in there. So once you're the high bidder, they're taking your money. Is there a credit card that has a $10 million limit? I, I'm not rich <laughs> enough to know that, buddy. I have no idea. Well, I mean, I have credit cards that are like $13,000 limit. Right. But not that's, a million. That's, You're right. That's a, like a yeah. I'm poor. <laughs> so ten million. <laughs> I have no idea. I yeah. I just can't imagine that there's a credit card that. I mean, I guess there has. There's some rich people. Out there. Well, maybe what they do either instead of a credit card is maybe like have your Bank routing account. number. Yeah, right. Because you might be right. There may not be a credit card. I'm sure there is. Right. Or Bezos gotta have a credit card like that, right? I mean, Elon? I don't know. He owns. I mean, he he owns everything. So. <laughs> Does he need a credit card? Probably not. You just say charge it to Bezos. I want that. Put it, charge it to the game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The Amazon guy will be by at some point. Just get it from him. Yeah, I, I don't know how that all that works. Well, <laughs> one day I will. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Might have a credit card with a ten million dollar limit the, for sure. The black diamond credit card Absolutely. or whatever they want to call it. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, who knows? Yeah, the whole nother world. All right. Well. uh, you got anything you need to bring up or talk about? Because I got a few more things on my list here. So there's something new on eBay that I've noticed. I don't know if you do. When you list stuff, do you promote it at all? I've done that a couple times. Uh-huh. And I haven't really seen much in the results. So I just haven't messed with it. For some reason, I think it was like a YouTube video I watched that this eBayer said he promotes everything at 1%. Every single item he mm-hmm. lists. So I did, I've did. i done that for like a year now. And I... About half of the stuff I sell says that it sold through promoted listings, but I don't know if that's... Right, because if you do everything, right, then things are going to sell regardless. Right, but it does, like, there is stuff that is promoted that's sold, and it doesn't say that. So I guess they are tracking how it's sold. Okay. But, I mean, they could just be making it up, too. Who knows? They could. Um, but anyway, so it, I used to do everything at 1%, mm-hmm. and... I was listing last week or the week before and realized every time I tried to promote something, I said there was an error with promotions. They have upped the minimum limit to 2%. Okay. So you cannot promote anything at 1%. Just more money for them. I don't understand how you can set a limit on promotion. <laughs> I mean, they can do whatever they yeah, want. Yeah, they can do what they want. But why even <clears throat> put the 1% as an option? I don't know. I, have no, I mean, I, I get why they'd up it. I mean, right. that's more money for them for yeah. sure. And I guess the 1% just... I, I don't know. It's such a small percentage right. that does it even help you? Right. I don't know. There are things I've gone through, and I've only done this once or twice, but I will look at like a, say, a $350 item in mm-hmm. my store, and I'll be like, okay, at 1%, it's this much. And I'll do like, oh, maybe I'll do three, you right. know, and I've done that, but I don't, I've never seen it really improve my sales. Mm-hmm. So, and it's like whenever you're listing stuff in the promotion area, it'll have a, like a suggested, promotion mm-hmm. amount like most time it's 4.7 percent for some reason especially in electronics um but yeah it it seems to be about half of what i sell says it sold because of of a promoted listing hmm. we'll so, see what happens now that everything's two percent because I've, I've still been you doing it. everything yeah just to see hmm. yeah I and would, that's i'd be curious that's a good point too i wonder if all my listings from before that have one percent are no longer promoted Ooh, who knows i need to check that out yeah you got a lot of work to do. You got a lot of research so. to do here. I guess so. I don't because I haven't promoted much. So. <laughs> <laughs> no sweat off my I back. I guess not. I guess, and I'm sure <laughs> if you went in and promoted stuff specifically, you did more than 1%, I'm sure. Yeah, on a on a few things I tried because I heard like people talking about that. Just do 1% because right. it's hardly any money coming yeah. out. You know, you're not losing much. Right. So I tried that on a few things and like I said, didn't see much many results mm-hmm. and then... It was one day I was sitting there, I was like, ah, I need to sell some of this big, these big items, get some right. money in. And I did like individual ones and bumped them to three. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, still don't <clears throat> think it, I mean, I'm sure it does help. I don't know. 
house. But yeah, that's the thing. Like it's hard to know. And I mean, the money isn't that much. Like 3% right. is not hurting you that bad. But still, you're already paying them 13%, 13 yeah. or something, you know. So you're adding another three on top of that. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I don't know. that They can say it helps, but... I just rather just sell my stuff <laughs> yeah. on my own. Yeah, well, and, <laughs> and pay them the thirteen percent. The thing that's still, ne- I mean, for you it makes sense because you're doing free shipping, right? But for me, doing calculated shipping, they charge you the thirteen percent on the total item value oh, plus shipping on top of your shipping. Yeah, so if I sell something for fifty bucks and it's ten bucks to ship it, I'm getting thirteen percent of sixty dollars, not fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Which or some in, of your items are probably like thirty, forty dollars to ship. Right. Right. So they're getting a piece of that. Mm-hmm. Which ends up being about the same as if you're doing free shipping because you're calculating that in anyway. Right. But still, that's ridiculous. They, I mean, they know what and they're I, doing. especially for me, not using eBay shipping, they kind of put it as, well, the savings we're getting you on our discounted shipping rates is what we're taking out. And I'm like, I don't, I don't use your discounted <laughs> shipping rates. <laughs> oh, man. So that's just, just been always a thought in my mind of... What's that about? <laughs> well, maybe that's why their uh, second quarter earnings were better than expected. I guess so. I <laughs> guess so. getting your money. Uh huh. You see this right here? This uh-huh. is a uh, homemade Gatorade. That's Thanks right. To Colton over here. No, Colton and Stephanie. Yeah, that was Stephanie's doing. She last week when she only had that juice for you, she was like, "I got to step it up this week." She had three different flavors to oh, choose. Oh man, from. thank you, Stephanie. <laughs> I got I got all kind of options now. Way better than me. I usually don't have nothing. Yeah, when it was just Colton here, like, you got anything in the fridge? You'd be like. You can check. It'd be a completely <laughs> empty fridge. Of course, you weren't living in right, here, but right. yeah, I could have stocked it on my own. You, you, there's, you can get some cereal in there now. Oh, man. Pizza rolls. Dang. Have some snacks on the podcast. I'd be good to go. <laughs> well, what you got to talk about? So, uh, uh, last week, what did I, I give you some, or it might have been the week before I gave you some movie recommendations. Right. Did you watch them? Well, so one of them was You'd already seen one. Right. And the other, the other one I did not, I could not remember. Come to Daddy. I did not watch okay. it. Okay. Well, anyway, have another one for you. Okay. Uh, anybody out there too? Where do you remember Woodstock '99? Oh, okay. So we started it. Oh yeah. But we fell asleep watching it. So I remember back then because it was all the bands that I was listening to. Like right. you know, I was still in high school. Mm-hmm. I was a sophomore, or junior in high school. Right. This is like Limp Bizkit, Corn. Uh-huh. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, all these big bands back right. then. And uh, I remember when Woodstock 99 happened and all the news coverage and how insane it was. Yeah. And Moff told me, he's like, there's a documentary on it and it's called Trainwreck. And I was like, I got to see this. <laughs> Absolutely. And I watched all three episodes in one evening. Uh-huh. It was amazing. I think we did. We finished the first episode and then yeah. we fell asleep. It is nuts, man. I like, can't wait. I knew all the stuff, some a lot of the stuff that happened, but I didn't know why. Right, right. You know, this kind of lays it out and mm-hmm. shows you like what really made these kids that angry. Right. Other right. than just the music being that in itself, you yeah. know, like it's pretty aggressive. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of other things in play. So the I my won't favorite spoil it for you. Uh yeah, well, we can talk about the first episode. My favorite part of the first episode was uh was it Bush or Beck? Came up to play right after Corn. That was Bush, yeah. Yeah, and he was like, I was terrified because these kids were going nuts, and I'm up here trying to play chill music. I'm the headliner after after Corn destroys just, everything. Exactly. And you could see like the footage. He's just like so timid walking up to the microphone. Yeah. It's like, man, that's terrifying. Literally like <laughs> ten thousand people just angry at you for playing mm-hmm. music. But yeah, I definitely recommend it, especially to anybody around our age. Mm-hmm. If you remember that from back in '99. Or just anybody in general. Probably anybody could enjoy this right. documentary. There's a, I haven't, I, this may be in the documentary, but there's a great clip on YouTube of Fred Durst talking in the microphone that apparently isn't going through the PA system. I've seen that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that. It's a fun watch if you're looking for something entertaining. Okay, well, we have some questions sent out by Let's our listeners. Do it, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for user submitted questions. Uh, and here we go. That was almost like some X Files type Absolutely. stuff. Uh, let me pull up the uh, the Gmail question first. All right, this one comes from Jeff Benz, like Mercedes Benz. Hey, he says, "I know from listening to the podcast that you use WorthPoint. I was wondering if you have the all access subscription or just the price guide. 
I've started selling on eBay and found some pottery glassware that have markings that I have not found the exact match for anywhere. I was thinking about getting worth point, did not want to overprice them or at worst underprice them. Just wanted to get your opinion. Well, Colton will have this answer because Colton <laughs> owns our worth point account. I just give him half. So go ahead. Uh, we just have the price guide, which is already ridic- ridiculously expensive for a website subscription. Well, I think it's like a hundred bucks. I think it's close to 200 because I'm pretty okay. sure you send me a hundred bucks. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so the all access, I want to say it's almost like 400 bucks. I don't even know what you get with the all access. I don't either. <laughs> okay. I think it's like, uh, cause the, the price guide just pretty much shows you sold eBay listings and what right. they sold for and when they were listed. I wonder if the all access will give you like charts, like I how think things move up and down right. price wise. I think like it's that. that and it gives you more insight into like for stuff like that. There's a whole nother side of the website that gives you like histories of the items and that doesn't have anything to do with eBay. It's just kind of like an antiques guide. Ah, okay. Um, which I'm not that interested in, but if you're selling stuff like that, might be worth it. But for 400 bucks, you got to have some expensive pottery. Yeah, it seems pretty pricey. And I think you could probably do enough research on your own to figure a lot of it out. Right. But just the price guide, I'll tell you, Colton had it first. I didn't have it. And... I was calling him all the time because when you're, you know, especially if you're doing stuff like this guy, pottery and glassware, mm-hmm. uh, but even the type of stuff we do every night right. and you find something and you look for a comp and there's nothing. Right. And you're like, I, I know people have sold this before. Yeah. Like, I just, I just know they have, you mm-hmm. know? So when you go on a worth point, you're going to get what the last 15 years or something like. I think it's a decade. A decade yeah. of ebay sales which when you're just on ebay and you look at recent comps you're getting i think 90 days Mm -hmm. three months so you're getting a lot bigger span still kind of tough though because if something sold 10 years ago uh at say 40 bucks right that's 10 years ago you know for one it's older now Mm -hmm. it might be less rare right it also just could have gone up in value just due to inflation or whatever, you right. know. So well, especially like doing electronics. Mm-hmm. If there's something I can't find and I look it up, you can see the wave of like COVID, <laughs> where it's like, let's say it's a VCR, it's thirty bucks, goes up to like one hundred and fifty in twenty twenty, twenty twenty one kind of holds, and then it just goes back down to right forty fifty. It's like bucks. The stock market, yeah. You know? But so it, it is super super helpful though, because like today Stephanie was listing some Adidas shoes. Mm-hmm. Well, I say it's super helpful. We didn't end up finding them, but there were cleat versions that were on eBay and could not find. These were just regular shoe versions of the same exact shoe. Okay. And uh, there was one listing on Worth Point that was pretty similar. And we had spent literally hours on eBay trying to find these shoes. Yeah. And it was that easy. Just yeah. searched on Worth Point. So I guess all in all, I would say Worth Point is definitely worth having. If you don't feel like spending the $200, find a buddy who will split it with you and y'all share the password. That's the, right, that's right. what I say to do. Worth having if you're selling enough to make it worth it. If it's just to look up one item, email us and we'll look it up for you. Yeah, send us 50 bucks. You can be a part of our account. We'll send you the send you the username and password. For a one-time thing. Well, I don't know if they do because we pay yearly. Right. I don't know if they do a monthly thing or if you can only do yearly. Probably not. It's probably yearly, kind of mm-hmm. like an Amazon Prime subscription right. or anything like that. But yeah, if you do have something and you don't have the account, we'll help you yeah. out. We yeah. got no problem doing that. Not at all. Not at all. Share the wealth, ladies and gentlemen. Just don't be messing us a hundred items at a time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one a month. That's your. That's there, your there you go. <laughs> uh, I think we got another question on we the email. We do. We do. I'm gonna actually start with um, an instagram message we got okay uh we got a new listener last week his name is dean welcome to the family dean welcome to the family uh he messaged me and he's like hey i'm on episode 12 i'm going from the very beginning and i'm catching up so he's going all the way through uh said it reselling something he's always wanted to get into Uh, he asked me some questions okay and since he's been since then i messaged him i was like hey you you want to just call in you know He's like, I'll send you some questions, some more questions, uh, whatever. But the questions he initially asked, apparently we've answered in the meantime from our (laughs) previous podcast. So he's good on those. Gotcha. But just in case anybody else isn't, he says, how do you determine what you're going to ship for free? Calculated set shipping cost. I don't determine. 
I do everything free mm-hmm. just because that's the way I like to do it. Colton doesn't like to do it. So I don't think we really determine. No, there's pros and cons <laughs> to everything. That like it's way faster and easier to do free shipping because you don't have to sit there and weigh and measure everything. You can just kind of in mm-hmm. your head figure out what it's going to cost. Um, but then there's the cons of like every once in a while you'll get like a Puerto Rico <laughs> package and yeah, it's Canada. really expensive. Um, and there's some people that say free shipping makes items sell quicker. Um, I do calculated just because for me it makes my life easier. I don't have to worry about if I get a package that needs to go to Puerto Rico and cost me a bunch of money. And I know kind of in my head when I'm prepared to ship, I have boxes ready to go mm-hmm. for that kind of stuff. Kind of, it just depends on your workflow and what you want to do. Yeah. He also says, do you already factor your shipping cost into your listing price when I do my free shipping? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Next question. How do you decide when to use USPS versus FedEx versus UPS? I decide whichever one's cheapest. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) For me, since I'm calculating shipping, pretty much when I'm listing, I can tell it there's a, a point where pretty much any postal service package is going to be up to $15. Then after that, it shoots up to like $40. So if I know it's going to go over that limit of weight or size, that's when it gets to be FedEx or UPS. It tends to be for size, anything over like 13 inches usually goes up in price. Weight, anything over like five pounds usually goes way up in price. Mm-hmm. So that's what determines it for me. Okay. This one's a good question here. Um, He said, like, he's, let's see, it's just been sports cards for the most part. Every time I've sold an item, I purchased the shipping label. Did not have a printer at the time. Now I do. I always select a QR code. Have you ever used a QR code? I have not. I haven't either. But he said it, I guess, because he did that, he was having to stand in line. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I see people come in with 20 items, throw them in a drop box, and we're missing something here. I guess I couldn't answer that exactly because I've never used the QR code, but to me that would mean you're going to have to go up to the counter, mm-hmm. wait for your turn, and have them scan the QR right. code. So sounds like he figured that out, like just print the label, slap it on the box. Mm-hmm. That way you don't have to worry about that. But you do have a system where you print out a sheet, a sheet that has all of your items, and they right. scan that, and that automatically... Puts yeah. everything into the system, whereas I slap a label on every package I have. I hand on the packages. They have to scan each right. set and every one of them. So I think what it is is like here in Lexington, we're a small town, and the post office is probably a little... It's very... It's not busy. Yeah. Well, and it's also kind of behind on the times technology-wise. So I guarantee you if you walked in there with a QR code, they probably wouldn't know what to do with it. I <laughs> um, <They> mean, <laughs> Also... What they do here is they scan the packages here when they arrive. At the big post offices, what they do is they get them, they have the tubs sitting out for you to throw them into. Mm -hmm. They ship them off to the plant and on a conveyor belt, it scans all the packages. So here, since they're scanning them all separately, I do the sheets so that way they don't have to scan them all separately. Right. In Austin, if I'm up there dropping off packages, I don't worry about the scan sheet. I just throw them into the tub. Okay. So it works both ways up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I for I mean either way it works easy for us. We can just go drop them. Mm-hmm. I just make it a little bit harder on the postal workers. <laughs> right, right. And it's one of those things that the main reason I do it is because I used to work with these people, so they'll give me the the stink eye if I if I don't have the scan sheet. Oh, man. But anyway, a uh, couple days later, he messaged me. He said he's up to episode thirty-seven. Dang, so he's making flying some grounds. Now I'm gonna give y'all some. We got some audio questions. All right. Let me see. It's going to be good. You may have to talk a minute. I'm going to have to get to find them. <laughs> uh, so for the QR code thing, the reason you would have to wait in line is because that's where they print your label. They scan the QR code. Then the postal service worker prints it at their desk and then sticks it on the package. The people that are just walking past the line have already printed their labels and stuck them to the package at home. So they're ready to roll. They just throw them into the tub. They get scanned on the conveyor belt. Contactless drop off. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do okay. this. Make sure I got my volume up because Colton hadn't got me a cord yet. <laughs> <laughs> hold it. Hold it into like the top of the microphone. Okay. Uh, 
Nothing. 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 Hold on. I got these to play <laughs> earlier today. Oh, I, I got to download it. Oh, no. Well, I downloaded them earlier. I just don't know how to find them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why Colton runs the board over there. Yeah, next time we'll, we'll pre-download them and have them ready to roll. I did pre-download them. I just don't know how to find <laughs> <laughs> Hey, guys. My name is Dean. I'm listening from Detroit, Michigan. I had a couple questions for y'all. So I hear Colton talking about using pirate ship for his shipping and Wes using the eBay shipping for his. Could you guys talk about maybe the advantages or disadvantages of using each service? Great question, Dean. Thank you for submitting. Uh, so for me, I use pirate ship because like, like Wes said, I do the scan sheet thing. And on eBay, when you do the scan sheet, you have to print all of your labels at one time. On pirate ship, any label you print, as long as you select the day you're dropping it off, it can be three days worth of packages. They'll all be on the same scan sheet. Also, uh, Pirate Ship has UPS now, and it's cheaper than eBay. Otherwise, it's about the same price for USPS, eBay, and Pirate Ship. That's why I use Pirate so Ship. Your main reason is so you can print that sheet for the post office. Right. It seems like, uh, though, sometimes you do get a better rate. I mean, it all really depends on the item yeah. and where it's going and this and that. Most of the time, I'm like 10 cents more than eBay on Pirate Ship, mm -hmm. but Pirate Ship has, A, they have uh, simple export, which is like their international, as long as it's a first-class package, it's cheaper than eBay's international if you're not doing global shipping. Mm -hmm. um, and then they also have Priority Mail Cubic, so that goes by size, um, and that can be cheaper than regular Priority Mail on eBay. But those are like kind of rare exceptions. Okay. I'll say I only use, well, I wouldn't say I only use eBay shipping. Mm -hmm. I would say 95% of the time I use eBay shipping. Mm -hmm. uh, and really the reason I do it is because I haven't set up a pirate ship account for <laughs> one. And I don't want to learn something new because uh -huh. I'm just stuck in my ways. But it's also very convenient. Right. I mean, you, you're going to have to go to your eBay store and what you sold anyway. Mm -hmm. So I literally just click print shipping label. Right. It's just very convenient. Mm -hmm. The only time I won't use it is if the price is insane for right. some reason, like the size is too big or whatever, then I'll try to find an alternative route, which right. uh, if, because I don't have a pirate ship, I can call Colton. <laughs> You're like, hey, any chances can be cheaper on pirate ship. If not, a lot of times I'll go to PayPal shipping. Mm -hmm. And... I've had to do that sometimes too for address mistakes, different things like that. Right. Where you can go in there and input your own where it's going and this and that. That's a great point too because there's been multiple times where somebody will buy something and say, hey, I moved or I typed in my address wrong. Can you change it? Technically, you're not supposed to do that because then you're not covered by eBay's protection. Mm -hmm. If it's a cheap item and the buyer has good reviews, usually I'll change it. Right. Um, but on eBay, they won't allow you to change the address. Mm -hmm. So you have to go to like a pirate ship or a PayPal shipping to be able to right. ship it to a different address. The PayPal shipping link is not easy to find. No, so it's not. Know. A lot of t I, I had to type in PayPal shipping link, search for that. I found it, found it in the thread, uh -huh. clicked on that. Once it came up, I put clicked the little star button, <laughs> yep. what are that favorites yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Keep that, keep that on file because uh -huh. a lot of times it's hard to find that. No, there's not a, a button on pay. I think you have to sell something on PayPal through PayPal to get to that. Yeah. Otherwise, you just gotta find the link. Yeah. So I would say they're just like anything. There's pros and cons to eBay shipping, mm -hmm. and they give you a discount. You right. Know? So that that is a pro. But like he said, Colton said, sometimes pirate ship can be cheaper. Right. So you could spend time figuring out both systems and when it's going to be cheaper mm -hmm. or, you know, just whatever benefits you the most. Sometimes time is more effective than trying to figure it out. Right. Unless it's just a big discrepancy or whatever. But really, it's whatever you're comfortable with. If you get on pirate ship and you find it to be easier, you know, right. user-friendly, more user-friendly or a, something. A you know? big one for me, too, was since I have two eBay, eBay stores, I have mine, then I have mom's that Stephanie's using now. Mm-hmm. All of my stuff gets imported into Pirate Ship. So if I sell something on one store and the other store, it's all in one location for me. So I don't have to log in to both stores to print stuff. And that also puts it on the same scan sheet as well. There you go. But did you somehow you linked your accounts right. to Pirate Ship? Yeah. So 
that sounds like it could be pretty user friendly mm-hmm. as well. And you know, like mine, I just go in there, click print shipping label, but you can probably do a similar thing. Yeah. So basically, I log into Pirate Ship, click uh, import shipments, and everything I sold for, since the last time I shipped stuff pops up onto this page. Click get rates, type in all the package information, ready to roll. Okay. So really, it's pretty much all the same. <laughs> yeah. It's really just what you prefer. Mm-hmm. So uh, by me and you doing everything that we do completely different, <laughs> yeah. we're just giving you options, absolutely, really. I mean, absolutely. Uh, I would say I would say <laughs> stick to eBay for your shipping if eBay is all you're doing. If you have multiple eBay stores or you're selling on Poshmark and Etsy as well, find something like Pirate Ship where you can import it all in one place. Yeah. Also... UPS is always cheaper than FedEx on Pirate Ship, in my experience so far. It's been that way on eBay for the past probably eight months or so. Yeah. UPS has been cheaper than FedEx, mm-hmm. but it seemed like FedEx used to be cheaper than UPS at right. that time. So it's it's all kind of you know yeah. whatever. Just find the cheapest way to do it. No, the that's easiest if way. it's a big package. I'm usually checking all my options. Okay, this next question is the easy answer for us. All you ready? right, I'm ready. And then my second question, we hear about the fines and the sales of the week, but what's maybe something that you guys purchased that was a bad purchase? Maybe something you spent a lot of money on, weren't able to resell, or something that other resellers can look to avoid in the future. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Dean. You haven't made it far enough yet. He hasn't made it far (laughs) enough. My man is on episode 27 as of, I think, yesterday or something like that, so I don't know where he's at today. Right. But very soon, Dean, you will find that we updated our segments to not just finds and sales, but... But we also have... Which is also a different user-submitted segment. It was, yeah. We actually got that idea from your buddy, right? Uh, no, I think it was somebody on Instagram. Oh, maybe it was. We'll yeah. have to... We'll, We'll find that out next week. Well, that was a great thought, Dean. Yeah. It has been done, and uh, you'll get there soon. And, yeah, hopefully those will help you out, too. Uh, Right. They're fun stories a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not not necessarily for us, but hopefully for (laughs) y'all. They're usually, the even though they suck, they're usually the ones that are the most fun to tell, even for me. Yeah, they are fun. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) in the long run, it's it's one item out of hundreds uh, a month that, ends up being a dud so it's it's not that painful you know yeah fun times it very well could be though because i had one that didn't make it into the dud segment lately but the uh the campbell's soup uh cookie jar Uh uh-huh that was a good sale for me right it did not make it Ooh, did not make it and i packed this thing i'm talking i used i took each piece it's like it was in two pieces Uh cookie jar and I bubble wrapped it as much as I could, like made it tight around it real right. good. And then from there, I had some packing paper. Mm-hmm. I wrapped it in packing paper. Right. Then I had these big foam pieces uh-huh. that, and I like shoved it all around it. Then I shoved bubble wrap around that. I mean, this <laughs> thing was, it looked impenetrable. Right. And it right. was nice and tight in the box and everything. <clears throat> and I'm thinking, this, this one's going to make it. Right. You know? I get a message and they're like, Hey, uh, we don't know what to do here, but uh, and they sent pictures of, yeah. and it's just in pieces. And come, like, on. come on, man! Like, and the only thing that perturbed me just a little bit is they said, "Well, you, at the very end of their message, to like, but you also didn't put glass or fragile on the box." <laughs> and I'm like, man, I was like, I packed this thing to the nines, uh-huh. and. I don't really think anybody at the Postal Service is reading those. No, as somebody who has worked for the Postal Service, them stickers don't do much. And I usually do write on there in permanent marker, like on all four sides, fragile. I just didn't think of it. Mm -hmm. But I don't think they care. Like the Postal Service workers, they're not sitting there, oh, it's got a fragile on it. I'm going (laughs) to set it down. Like they're throwing boxes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, that ended up being a full refund. So there's you a dud right there. Did you send it through the Postal Service? Uh no, okay. that probably went UPS. Okay, but either way, they're all throwing stuff. Right. Well, the <laughs> so if you send something priority mail, it automatically comes with a hundred dollars worth of insurance. But 
it's a hard fight to win. Yeah, I wasn't going to mess with that. Because I, yeah. I don't want them complaining to eBay. Like, mm-hmm. Here's your refund. It's just part of the game, you know? So, shame, shame, shame. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? Nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Well, you got anything else? What you doing this weekend? Uh, this weekend, I, I am not... Well, so Friday, Stephanie's cousin's coming into town, and she's staying here with us. Friday, we're going to the lake. Saturday, they're going paddleboarding, so I may be able to go somewhere Saturday morning. So, no LaGrange Friday, huh? No LaGrange Going Friday. to the lake. Going to the what lake. What lake are you going to? Uh, Travis. Okay. Yeah. I'm also going to the lake this weekend. What lake are you going to? Going to Lake Buchanan. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I always go to Lake Buchanan. Uh, I got to go visit my grandma and my dad, and my plan is I get off Friday. We're going to go to the lake Friday afternoon. And then, you know, there may be a garage sale, too, on the way there. Right. Uh, but Saturday morning, I get up early, hit some late garage sales, All hopefully. Right. And uh, and I'm very excited about Saturday because it's the Cowboys' first preseason game. Oh, is it? Best time to be a Cowboys fan right now. We're going to the Super Bowl <laughs> this year. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Who are they playing? Uh, Denver. Denver? All yeah. Right. It's preseason, yeah. so it don't really matter. But, you know, I got to watch some of it. Absolutely. I get Absolutely. excited. Well, uh, hopefully we can both find something on Saturday so we'll have some stories to tell. Mm-hmm. If not, we'll just have some weird, dumb stories. Like stories. Knows, yeah, like stories. <laughs> All right. We well, got anything else to add before we get into some segments? Uh, no, just thanks for the questions, Mr. Benz Absolutely. and Dean. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll figure out who gave us the dud segment idea before next week's podcast. Okay. Yeah, and any other listeners, you know, feel free to send us messages. We have a link tree on our Instagram, which sends you to, I don't know, all of our socials and things like that. He did say our email wasn't in the link tree. Okay, I'll add that in there. We can add that, but uh, you can always just message us on Instagram or anything like that if you want to send questions and be featured on the podcast or whatever. So we got y'all. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the... It's the find of the week. Just tell us what you found. So I think I might have talked about this on a previous episode, but I, it wasn't in my finds. It's like a recorder? Nope. I don't know. <laughs> so the Elgin church sale, where I said there wasn't much there, but I did get one thing. Mm-hmm. This is it. Okay. This is a Lenovo desktop computer. Uh, they thought it was a DVD player, so they sold it for three bucks. All right. Um, got it home, and it was totally stripped. Like, all the uh, hard drives and stuff were out of it, um, but still worth it. I paid three bucks for it, and it actually already sold for 50 bucks plus shipping on top. How big is this? Like, uh, I'm going to say, like... 13 by 13 by 9 is the box that I shipped it in. Uh, dang, dude. That's, that's uh, like very, uh, wow, I'm, I'm blanking on my words. I'm blanking well, on I, my words. I have, Descriptive? I don't know. I have a bunch of post office boxes that are all the same size okay. that I use frequently. So. Right. You, you know the size. Right, right, right. Uh, so, yeah, paid three bucks for that, sold for 50. Uh, the only thing is, oh, I did have to buy the power supply for it. Didn't have a power supply, but I found an off-brand one for five bucks. So mm-hmm. technically, eight dollars into fifty bucks. Okay, not I'll bad. I'll take it. I'll take it. And then next up, this was in Lagrange this past weekend. It is a Sony DVD recorder. I paid seven dollars for it and tested it. Everything worked perfectly, and it is listed for fifty bucks plus shipping on top. Rock and roll. So keep your eye out for the DVD recorders. Because a lot of people pass them up. If y'all see what Colton does here, mm-hmm. rolls his cords up all pretty, That's rubber right. bands them, and he always throws in some RCA, RCA cables. cables. You can get those for free everywhere. Yeah. And they are gold. They are. People <laughs> like when they see that. They don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Is they're thinking, I got to go to Walmart and buy right. RCA cables for this DVD player. Uh-huh. Just send them with it. And they your price, you'll sell quicker. You, you can actually list it for a little bit higher. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Everybody always thinks like, uh, you can list it without it. Don't. It's not that big of a deal. But anytime I've ever forgotten to package them in the package, mm-hmm. like, automatic message. Ah, uh, you can send the RCA cables. Mm-hmm. All right. I got to mail them out separately. <laughs> Another good reason to have you a pirate ship or your uh-huh. PayPal shipping because you're not going to be able to go back on eBay right. and send them the RCA cables. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to use another shipping service. So. Yep. There you go. Exactly. Hey, man, we got all kinds of tips. <laughs> Professionals. <today>. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into your finds. All right. 
So uh, Oakleys, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, they're Oakleys. Uh, these are Oakley. The model of the sunglasses is called Antics. Antics. Now, the best part about these, the lenses are, you know, you got a few little scratches on them, but the, right. the frames are in pretty good shape. Uh-huh. Best part about these, I got them for free. Hey. Yeah. I was I was uh, at work the other day uh-huh. on the side of the highway, <laughs> and these were on the side of the highway. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was like, oh, look at these glasses. I picked them up. I was like, oh, these are Oakley's. These are nice. <laughs> and uh, I actually looked them up before the podcast because I wasn't sure. For one, there's so many fakes. Right. So I had to make sure these were legit. Uh-huh. I'm about 99% sure they're legit. Mm-hmm. And then I also needed to know the value. Right. But uh, free, and they're about $50 glasses. I'll probably there sell them go. for like 40 just because the scratches, and I got them for free. So right. I want them to sell quick. Yeah. Oh, so that's that's a perk of wearing glasses. Most of the time when I buy new glasses, I get the sunglasses <clears throat> version, and then they have to they come with the like just regular sunglasses lenses. Okay. And then they put my lenses in them. Uh, so they give you Ray-Ban Sunglasses lenses. lenses. Okay. You can sell those for like 20 bucks. Boom. Look at that. <laughs> Make back 20 bucks out of the $600 it costs for me to buy glasses. Yeah, you know, every it's a Do little bit. Can, but yeah. yeah. Exactly. All right. Some highway sunglasses. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's right. Hey, you never know where you're going to find <laughs> that, stuff. You definitely don't. It ain't it's just sourcing. Sometimes it just, uh, things just fall into your lap. Exactly. Exactly. Next up. All right. Uh, we got ourselves the, Forrest Gump, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, well, that was actually in the DVD. Player. Oh, was it? So uh, I picked this up at a garage sale. Um, I think it was the last garage sale I went to. I was like, man, this hasn't been really good. Uh-huh. And the last garage sale, I got this and uh, some other stuff that was pretty decent. But um, this here is the 13-inch Magnavox TV DVD combo, uh, model number MWC13D6. It is a vintage retro gaming television is what That's it actually right, is. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's what people are selling them as these mm-hmm. days, which is crazy to me. It's just a, t- a box, little box TV. Right. But um, I, I I missed out on the one the weekend before. Right. That was, was on the side of the road. I was going to stop and grab it, and we got back, it was gone. And I was like, ah, you know, whatever. Now I got one. There you go. But anyway, this was at the garage sale. I paid, uh, they had four bucks on it. I wish the remote was there. Right. I asked him, you got the remote? And I was uh-huh. like, nah. And I was like, it's all right. Four bucks is fine. These sell for about a hundred bucks. Um, shipping on it though is going to, you know, it's probably be 30 bucks. Right. So I'm probably looking at four into 70 on this, which ain't bad, but Not I went to all. test it and I was going to hook a gaming system up to it right. and all that. I have a Wii around mm-hmm. the house, but like, eh, that's a lot of work. Right. I open the DVD player. Forrest Gump was hey. there. So they get a, you know, that I think that's a good selling point right Absolutely. there. You got Forrest Gump on the screen. This is the perfect scene, too. Yeah, it's the first one. Absolutely. Oh, it was right before he says, they were my magic shoes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's been a long time since I watched Forrest Gump. Such a good man. I need to add that to the list. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the... I've had this for a long time. Look at those abs. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this is a vintage Patagonia jacket that I got in LaGrange for, I want to say, I have six bucks in my notes. It was either $6 or $8. I can't remember. Okay. Uh, it was before, it was during last winter, and it didn't sell then. It sold in August. <laughs> yeah. Who, who, who would think it was selling on? Uh Maybe because you left it open and it looks like the dude's sweating. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's a good look right now. Right. That's what I want to look like. (laughs) Uh, So I either paid six or eight dollars for it and it sold for 50 bucks plus shipping on top. Right on. Patagonia. And this is a calculator. This is a Texas Instruments TI-84 plus CE. Okay. So this is like the TI-84 plus, but it's rechargeable. Oh, nice. Yeah. So plug your cable in. Uh if anybody has any kind of questions about how to sell these things, try and try and figure out how to graph on it and show a picture of the graph on the screen because that's what every question you will get is, does it graph well? Does screen work? Just go ahead and do it before, take a picture of it, and you're good to go. I wouldn't have a clue how to make a graph on those. I remember using Texas Instruments in like high school. Yeah. I never really learned how to use them very well. <laughs> 
So I wouldn't have a clue. Well, I mean, I'd never used one in my life. I was homeschooled. Yeah, talking about? that's true. <laughs> but you just Google it, and it's pretty, it's pretty yeah. easy. There you go. YouTube. Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I paid $3 for this at a garage sale, and it sold for $70 plus shipping on top. So that rechargeable version mm-hmm. is even more valuable. That's right. That's awesome. That's right. Calculators, You're... I was just going to say, I used to buy calculators quite a bit when mm-hmm. I first started, like vintage ones and things right. like that. It became a pain. Yeah. Because they all have them weird little batteries. And uh-huh. then you, you know the batteries aren't going to work. Right. So you got to go out and find the batteries mm-hmm. and you're spending money and time and this and that. But Texas Instruments, you almost can't go wrong. Right. So Most of them take double uh, A's or triple A's. Most of them take triple A's. But tip when you're buying one, if it's not rechargeable, open that back cover, see if there's any battery corrosion in Definitely. there. Definitely. Because that'll, that'll ruin a calculator pretty quickly. But another tip, vinegar <laughs> and a Q-tip can take most battery corrosion away. Yeah, unless it's completely rusted. Right. It should work. I got a big mouth Billy Bass sitting on the table over there soaking in vinegar. Hopefully I'm crossing my fingers. <laughs> Is it the one? Take me to Oh, the you river. betcha. I love that guy. We'll see if he sings again. He, he might live to see another day. All right, your sales. Let's see. Oh, I didn't even write this one down. Oh, shame, shame, slack shame. Because I thought I was going to do a different one. But I switched it up on myself. <laughs> I'm tricking myself on the podcast here. But this is a uh, shirt from the 70s. The brand is Wang. Wang. W-H-A-N-G. All right. Uh, it's made in USA. Uh, she's got that. It's like a cool orange. She's got that 70s vibe. Uh, and it's got the pointy collar and everything. Uh-huh. Um, I got this I probably, you know, in LaGrange right. for $3. Uh, and this just sold for $40. All right. That's keep an eye out on them vintage polos, ladies and gentlemen. Well, and there's only one way to find them. Mm -hmm. Because you get to polo shirts, that's super boring for me. Right. But I still go through every single shirt when I'm going through clothing. Just look at tags. Yeah. You can tell when a tag is vintage. Exactly. You're not going to, a lot of times when you're flipping through them that fast, you material wise and, the pointy collar, you're mm-hmm. not really going to notice that as right. quickly as you're going to notice a tag. So yeah. learn your tags, that's going to help you a lot in the clothing game. But I mean, even like regular t-shirts too. I can flip through 100 oh, t-shirts sure. super quick because I know what a vintage tag looks like. Exactly. And most of the time, new stuff is printed on the shirt. So you just yeah, go anything right past printed those. on the shirt, almost can go past every mm-hmm. one of them. There might be a few here and there that right. are something, but... I like vintage anyway, so right. I pass on those most of the time. But yeah, like a t-shirt, I know what a vintage Hanes t-shirt mm-hmm. tag looks like, or for any right anything like that. Just learn your tags, and that it makes makes it a breeze. Yeah, well, it's same for jeans too. Vintage Levi's, look for that paper tag, not that polyester tag. Yeah, good to go. Good to go. Good to go. All right, next up. Look at that. We got us a bed, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, this actually, I haven't been paid yet. Okay. They're picking it up like five o'clock, so in gotcha. like an hour. But uh, it was raining last night, so she couldn't pick it up. Ah. It wasn't raining here, though. We didn't get a drop. <laughs> yeah. She was in Rockdale. She's like, it's actually raining. What? Oh, my God. No, Come I, on. I was outside. I could hear thunder and seen storm clouds. Yeah, the like, clouds have been dark, and then it's just it's a tease. Just a tease every day. Shame. But anyway, uh, this bed was Cecily's old bed. Okay. Her mother. It, they don't have to be eBay sales yet. Right, 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 right. Her mom was changing one of the rooms in, Jenna's mom uh-huh. was changing one of the rooms in her house to a sewing room. Uh-huh. They had a bed in there and it had a nice bed frame and stuff. There you go. So she said, Jenna, you want this? We, I got to clear this room out. So we got a nice new bed frame and everything for Cecily. Right. So, you know, a lot of people would just donate this. Mm-hmm. I've actually burned one in my burn pit before <laughs> yeah, and it was insanity. Like <laughs> yeah. it was mattresses burn hot and big <laughs> so this time i was like it's the whole bed you know it's got the bed frame the box spring the mattress uh and luckily for us out here things like this sell pretty well mm-hmm. on marketplace so i posted this an hour later i've got six messages you know right uh but it's 50 bucks you know it's not yeah. bad but uh i didn't pay nothing for it so no there was a point when during Probably right after like the official COVID quarantine was over and we were doing clean outs and stuff, we had mattresses and box springs all the time. And as long as it was a full set, mm-hmm. all day long. Yeah, no problem out here. Yeah. I imagine in Austin or like a bigger city, I don't know how easy that would be. But it, So, oh, this brings up a good story. When Stephanie was moving, 
her bed frame, A, wouldn't fit out the door without taking it apart. and We mm-hmm. didn't have the tools with us. B, was infested with cockroaches because her <laughs> apartment complex is nuts. So we left that there. So she needed a new bed frame. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, we started looking on Facebook. I was like, we can find one cheap or free or something. And there was a guy moving. He had uh, like almost brand new mattress, brand new box springs and a bed frame that he was just giving away for free. Yeah. Queen size and everything. So I got myself a new mattress. She got a new bed frame all for free. But in Austin, Mm -hmm. they're asking a lot for for beds up there. Are they really? Like just just something like this? Yeah. We were just happened to find that one. Most of them are at least a hundred bucks. If it's that simple, if it's like an Ikea bed frame, they're asking almost what Ikea started. That's crazy. (laughs) I wonder if people are paying it. I guess so. Yeah. Because we couldn't, we just happened upon this guy that was like, I'm, I have to be out of my apartment by tomorrow, so it's free. Okay. Well, you know, you sometimes you drive through apartment complexes and there's just tons of them out by the dumpster. Well, like, that's at her apartment complex. She found two Fitbits, uh, two like brand new rugs, all in the dumpster. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like the Oakley. Some, it, there's things out there. Right, right. <laughs> but when there was a time when uh, I was, Every time I would go to band practice and I had free time before, just peruse the free section of Craigslist. I mm-hmm. found Wii's for free. I found all kinds of stuff for free. Yeah. So if you're just starting in this business mm-hmm. and you ain't got no capital, it's, it's free out stuff there. out there. Go get it, sell it. Then you got some liquid. Right. Liquidity. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for... Here you go, Dean. Here come the oh, duds. Yeah. Here it is. Long-time podcast watchers and listeners may be familiar with this item. I don't remember this. <laughs> I don't, maybe I didn't even talk about it. I think I talked about it on the podcast. You probably did. It's just, this is number 97. <laughs> yeah. Know? This is 98. 98. Uh, this is a Phonak Bluetooth hearing aid transmitter. So, uh, what... <sighs> Let me figure out how to explain this. <laughs> there is an adapter... That hooks up to your TV that transmits to this device that transmits to your hearing aids. Okay. You can also hook this up to Bluetooth via Bluetooth to your phone. So it'll transmit from your phone to this to your hearing aids. This is a middleman. Right. Exactly. So I got this probably a year ago, sold it, got returned, said it didn't work. And there's a way to test it without having your hearing aids. And I tested it that time, worked perfectly. And so I thought, uh, no, no offense to any yeah. of our elderly listeners, but it's an elderly person. It's Bluetooth, and it's kind of confusing to figure out. So I thought maybe they just didn't know how to set it up. Sometimes I don't know how to do this. Right, stuff. right. <laughs> so I'm thinking, I bet it works. Tested it again, worked perfectly. Sold it again, and it's got a return open on it. Man, what's going on? So I'm assuming that maybe the way I tested is there's a headphone jack on it, uh-huh. and that works. So maybe there is a problem with the transfer from that to the hearing aid maybe yeah, that's what's broken it's not sending the signal i'm hoping that's it and it's not a user error i'm not going to sell it again i'm done with it at this point mm-hmm. but i th- i have no idea. i think i paid a dollar for it okay um and at this point i'm probably ten dollars in the hole with <laughs> shipping it back twice right okay <laughs> uh, so i wouldn't even i'd have just said keep it here's your refund that's what i should have done yeah I, but it, it was an automatic return so there was a not chance for me to cancel it okay i thought maybe you just after were afterwards you're like you know what i shouldn't have even took the return just keep yeah keep right it. right would yeah i definitely would have done that but it was one of those things where they opened it and shipped it before i could had the chance to say just keep it gotcha uh so it's, it's just been a pain 11 dollar dud not a huge thing it's just like a, a year-long dud mm-hmm. yeah it's just been nagging <laughs> exactly exactly now you got Two I've got a couple week. because is none of them are that big, but this was at that first garage sale. Uh-huh. Um, it's not really a dud, right? I just the other ones are so small. I was mm-hmm. like, I'll throw this in there too because I didn't comp anything, right? And the dude said five or ten. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'll give you five, right? You know, so I bought this Hobbit board game. Uh, kind of thinking that five was probably a really good deal. Mm-hmm. Because I'm in my head, I'm thinking this is probably a fifty dollar board game. Right. It's not, <laughs> but it's not that bad. It's like thirty. Okay. But the problem here is, it's probably going to cost me ten to ship, mm-hmm. plus the five I spent. 
That leaves fifteen dollars. Take out, take the out eBay the fees, fee. and so you know I might make ten bucks on right. it, but I also probably have to spend an hour going through That's the pieces the of this thing. With I haven't board games, it yet. yeah, they have to be fairly valuable, or I don't mess with them because it's not worth my yeah. time. I should have comped it, but. This guy was like talking to me the whole time at this right. garage show because I was the only guy there. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really feel like pulling out my phone and right. comping things. And I figured at five bucks, even if I lose, I lose. You know? right. But it was worth a shot. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You'll still make money on it. Should still make money. Even if I sell the pieces, right. you know, I can make some money on it. But it's just going to be uh, time yeah. involved here to make 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to count that as kind of a day. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> now, this next one. Uh, this was my original dud, but I was like, I paid, I paid a buck here, mm-hmm. you know. So not that big a deal. I've actually bought three DVDs at this garage. Actually, this kind of is a dud. Okay, let me tell you why. I went to this garage sale. It was a decent garage sale. Right. There was two sections to it. There was the driveway. Okay. Where the mom was working. Okay. There was a porch over to the side where the daughter was working. Interesting. I don't know how she was. Maybe like twelve. Okay. Thirteen. I couldn't tell. I'm not good at that. But uh, anyway, I went through all the DVDs and I grabbed three DVDs. Then I picked ones that were, they're like concert DVDs, right. you know, which sometimes are great. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're not. Right. But at 50 cents, I figured, why not? You yeah. know, let's take a gamble here. So one of these is, I don't know how you say that, Sue Jorge. Sure. Sue Jorge live at Montreux. Uh, and then... Colton's actually going to get this one because <laughs> neither of these two DVDs are worth more than four or five bucks. Right. And, li- you know, after listing them and shipping them, you're making a buck or mm-hmm. something. So Colton's getting the Trust Kill Video Assault Volume 1. There you go. Featuring the likes one. of 18 Visions, Poison the Well, <laughs> uh, many of your favorite metalcore bands from 2004. <laughs> uh, the other one's a Dracula one, and it's like a $10 one. So okay. that wasn't bad. And I went on the porch with these because I want to see what else I had. Right. And they had these little things called pushines. Pushines. It's these, these little, they were in boxes and it's just these little cats, right? Okay. And I heard my daughter talk about them before. Uh-huh. So I was like, ah, oh, I'll get these for her. Right. And I asked the little girl that was working on the on the porch, I was like, how much you want for these pushines? <laughs> I think that's how you say it. But she's like, uh, that one, what she tell me, uh like three or four dollars i was like how about this one she's like if you buy both five total yeah and i was like all right cool how much are these dvds and it's like i think they're 50 cents a piece hang on she goes and asks my mom 50 cents a piece on dvds yeah she's like, okay so i was like all right cool so i want these two and these three dvds five i said you know these are five and i got three dvds that's 650 right <clears throat> so i hand her a 20 oh no yeah Hand her a 20. She's like, I don't know if I have enough change. Starts going through her little purse. Right. And I guess because I said, this is 650, mm-hmm. she thought that's the change I needed. <laughs> she didn't calculate it in her head, I don't think. So she like goes through her purse and then she kind of walks off like she's going to get some change. Right. But she had handed me like $5 or something. She comes mm-hmm. back and hands me Dollar two more 50. dollars. No, just two more dollars. Right. So I got $7. <laughs> and then she like, starts just doing something else right and i'm like i just got ripped off i just got ripped off by a 12 year old or something <laughs> but i didn't want to go back and yeah. make a scene you uh-huh. know because i paid instead of paying 650 i think i paid like 12 or 13 bucks right and i figured at least one of these dvds is gonna pay off mm-hmm. or my daughter's gonna love those machines anyway right. which she did and you know for a couple extra bucks whatever but you know, that makes this even more of a dud. That's incredible. <laughs> I got ripped off by what a great story. Ten year old. Yeah, I mean, I definitely wouldn't have gone back either. He's, he's just, you know. Well, and then I figured I'd have to go. Then I have to explain it to the mom. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then they're thinking, wanna, right? You're trying to rip them off. Yeah, I didn't want none of that drama. So I was like, <laughs> okay, whatever. Short change artist. My, you know, I ended up with my six bucks back, right, or seven dollars back, and I went to the next garage sale and I spent five, so I had enough, right, <laughs> you know, so it worked out fine. Uh, well, and I'm gonna get uh, probably thirty minutes of entertainment out of the Trust Kill video sold. There too. you go, worth every penny now. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Blast help from my the past. Book. <laughs> <laughs> you can rent it out. I'll pay you a dollar to rent it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you got anything else to add? Uh, no, 
I do not. All right. Well, uh, episode 100 is coming up Oh, soon. yeah. That's something I should have thought about. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> if anybody has any suggestions on how to celebrate, anything like that, we'll, we'll take suggestions. We got a new set that we have to decorate. Yeah. Maybe we'll premiere that on the 100th episode. That's a good idea. You yeah. know, that always look for, there's probably going to be some sort of giveaway, some sort of challenge mm-hmm. or trivia or something right. going on. Yeah, we got yeah, yeah. two or three weeks. Well, well, we got 98, 99. We got three weeks yeah, yeah, yeah. to prepare. So we'll see what we can come up with. Right on. Tune in. Get excited. It's going to be great. <laughs> All right. Well, thank y'all so much for tuning in to this week's episode. You can find my store on eBay at Fierce Inc. You can find Wes's at Wes Rankin 0420. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at The Resale Brothers. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We'll see y'all next week. Buy low, sell high. Amen. Hey. <laughs>